Peace, wise family. I have another lecture for you all this Sunday. On this Sunday, this lecture is called Unseen Forces, given to you by none other than Dr. Seti Ayoka. Tune in. Peace, brothers and sisters. This is spiritual warfare of the unseen. I want each and every one of you to understand something very important. And I've mentioned this before, but I need to go a little bit deeper. And this will be short, but I'm going to put it together in such a way where you will understand it and you will understand everything that you need to know that will give you a different perspective and that will help you and that will save your life, your soul. There are unseen forces that have dominion over us, rather if it's malevolent or benevolent. And these forces impose or dictates depending on your character, the way you live your life, the way you treat people, the way you treat yourself, the way you treat God, the creator, the cosmos. And there are laws by which these principalities and these entities, these forces that are unseen, have to abide by. And by virtue of our actions and the things that we engage in, the things we do, the choices we make, the decisions we make, determines the laws that they can abide by or that will invoke them to take action. Meaning, when you engage in unrighteousness and filthy behavior, there is a law within the universe that the malevolent force has to abide by that invokes that force to bring havoc into your life. And there are plenty of scriptures that gives you this knowledge and gives you these clues. Colossians 1.16 says, for by him, that's the creator, the cosmological God, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, meaning the heavens above, unseen, on earth, us, what we can see physically, even though there are unseen forces on earth as well. Visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him, for him. So the creator, the cosmological God, created good and evil. And whether you want to accept it or not, good and evil, in the creator's eyes, is just creation, his creation. Those forces are not good or evil in the eyes of the creator. But since we're on the lower vibration, we look at these things as good and evil and we do comparisons but when you get to a certain level of consciousness when you get to a certain 
height of spirituality. You understand things are just what they are by virtue of their nature. But let me get back to the point. Colossians 1.16 is telling you that there are forces seen and unseen that can influence you by virtue of your character, your way of life, your soul, your actions, by virtue of the lifestyle you live. Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Meaning, as I will relate back to what I said earlier, there are forces unseen that will bring havoc in your life or will bring blessings in your life by virtue of your character and by virtue of the way you live your life. It's our birthright as sentient beings to be righteous. The black man by nature is righteous, but he had been influenced by virtue of being seduced by certain things and certain situations that have devolved his spirituality into such a vibration where now he engaged in filth just like the influencer engages in. So when we find ourselves in crippled situations, we have to ask ourselves a question. Why am I in this situation? What choices and decisions have I made that brought about this current situation that I'm in? And we have to understand that anything we do that's against our own best interests brings about karma or a karmic cycle that can last for generations, multiple reincarnations, depending on the in-depth of it, and especially if we engaged in foul behavior in a past life. Or it could be someone in generations back within our family, within our bloodline that, that did something very foul that invoked malevolent forces to bring curses upon the family. And we wonder why disease and, and hereditary genetic diseases and, 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 and psychological issues goes down in family lines. It's because of wickedness and filth and something malevolent or forces that are malevolent that have been behind the scenes causing havoc because of an unrighteous act with someone in the family or someone's or multiple individuals in the family that are engaged in foul behavior, witchcraft, whatever you want to call it, unrighteousness, whatever the case may be. So understand that there are forces, that there are forces that cannot be seen that can bring hell to us or can bring heaven to us depending on the level 
and the character that we think, we feel, and that we act upon. I'm going to read 1 Peter 3.22. Who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven after angels and authorities and powers have been subjected to him? Now, that's very profound. Who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven? After angels and authorities and powers and have been subjected to him, meaning. Are you going to be righteous, right hand, righteous, right hand, righteousness, righteousness of God, whoever is righteous of God. Whom have gone into heaven. Meaning. By virtue of the vibration, the way you the way you engage in righteousness, the way you live your life. Your your senses, your vibration goes up to the authorities above. And by virtue of the way you live your life, you invoke those certain principalities above. If you live a good life, the benevolent beings will be invoked. And will protect you and save you. If you live a negative lifestyle, you invoke the, the malevolent. But who is at the right hand of God are the righteous. <laughs> They're on the right hand, the right side. The right side represents masculinity and esoteric and metaphysics. The left side represents femininity, you know, wisdom. Because in the beginning, wisdom was there when God created everything. Why? Because it takes wisdom to create, to imagine, because wisdom is chaos, it's force, it's energy. It's a force, it's chaos, not in a negative sense. It's just chaos is action, it's spark. It's chaos that creates and begins to create things. It's the beginning of things. So, like I said, I wasn't going to be long. I just want to break things down in such a way where you can have a clear understanding of the unseen forces that are behind the scenes. For we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but principalities in high places. One thing I want to add for you, you Negroes and you individuals who love sports so much, football, basketball, and all that foolishness. Why do you think stadiums Football stadiums have a big gap at the top. It's it's, 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 the whole top of a stadium is like a dome that can open up. And that when you go to a dome, there's nothing but space where, where you can see the heavens. Well, anytime you get emotional or you have a certain type of emotion, that energy goes up through that dome and those unseen forces feed off it. I.e. you. That's why the people who design the stadiums and everything put together the stadium in such an architect design so that they can feed those principalities. So anytime you get riled up when someone scored a touchdown or whatever the cases may be, you feed those unseen forces above. This is why there's a hole on top of the majority of the stadiums. So that that energy can go up. When you get emotional 
And those principalities, the malevolent forces, can feed off that energy. And that's why when a lot of people leave the games, they feed, they feel very drained out of energy. Well, it's because they utilize a lot of energy and the effort they put in to someone running a football, which is just sick. But that's a whole nother story. But also because of the soul being drained from those principalities. So understand that. Understand that, brothers and sisters, understand that. And I want to end by saying that reading from Isaiah 24, 21. So it will happen in that day that the Lord will punish the host of heaven on high and the kings of the earth on earth. So in the end, creation would destroy the evil principalities in the heavens and the filthy degenerates, the kings and rulers on earth. that are, are engaged in unrighteousness. And that's what's happening now. So remember, there are principalities and powers in high places that have to abide by the real law, the universal law. And by virtue of your actions and decisions brings about actions that is aligned with that law. Because demons have to abide by a law just like the angels have to abide by a law. So by virtue of what you engage in would dictate if the demons can fuck you up <laughs> because they have to abide by a law and they have all the rights to bring hell to you by law, by universal law, depending on what you engage in. And if you engage in righteousness and you live in a good, authentic life, then the angels by universal law have to bless you and protect you and bring goodness and blessings to your life. This is Dr. Hayoka. I'm out. Peace. Peace, family. I hope you enjoyed the lecture that you heard today. Please be sure to tune in to WiseStudios.com, our website, to see more of our intriguing, enlightening, and informational content that we have for you all to help better you in any way we can. And we hope you live well and healthy and peace be upon you, family. Peace. <music>